0: Mm-hmm. Friends, welcome to the snoring bulldog podcast. Once again, I don't have much of a voice because we had an event last night, and I am in my post-event haze of brain dead exhaustion with a big smile and lots of gratitude. I could not have had more fun. The food at Pamela's was amazing. I don't know what the soup was, other than that it was yummy. Was it butternut squash? I don't know, but they're always made from scratch. The scotch eggs, we had scotch eggs because of Hercule Poirot, the famous detective of Agatha Christie creating. He said to have an egg-shaped head, so I requested scotch eggs. And the mini pasties were out of this world. I was already full, and I had to eat every crumb of that pasty. And speaking of being already full, by the time dessert came, I was done, but it was trifle, so I had to eat every bite. Oh, rapture. The people who came were so fun. We had some people that had been to our stuff before. They knew the drill. Others that had never been to anything. And equally, everybody embraced the moment. Nobody batted an eye that there was Christmas music and Christmas crackers on the table. I handed out parts and costume bits. And people just took to it like it's something they did every day. They were fantastic. One gal I said, well, obviously you have an acting background. You know, what's your story? She said, oh, no, I've never acted. But I was a teacher. Oh, my gosh, people are amazing. That's all I can say about that. Our upcoming Tea with Tea Room Owners that I call the three tenors. Nobody knows why. It is sold out. I am so gratified to think that people want to get to know Tea Room Owners. And it's on a Friday and there are no bells and whistles. They just want to come hang out with these wonderful women. They happen to be women, the Tea Room Owners that are coming. And then I'm very surprised how many people want to come to Symptomatic Symptoms, the hands-on crime-solving experience. On May 29th at Pamela's, the crime took place in the early 1900s up through 1920-something. Sorry about all the noises from Molly. She's having itchies and sort of panting. I have dealt with her to ease her discomfort, but she's kind of going through the final stages before she relaxes. And of course, we have our Houdini dinner coming up. There are a few spots left. Given the subject matter, it should come as no surprise if it turns out to be the most magical event of the year. I have some fun announcements. I have been wanting for two or three years to have a comic book, more like a coloring book, that would go with each of the novellas in Peyton Drake's Tale. And I've been looking, looking, looking for someone to illustrate it. And given what our arts nonprofit is all about, it's not about helping bigwigs get bigger or influencers influence more. It's about finding people who either never thought they had the talent to do something Or they know they've got the talent, but they just don't have an audience yet. We found someone amazing. Her name is Kit Brooks. She's 17. I met her through her mom, Abby. I won't say last names to protect their identities. But Abby and I are in a couple of Facebook groups together. And Abby is incredible. So right off the bat, I was keen for the opportunity to get to know her daughter, who's just delightful. So they sent me some of the artwork. And I love it. I absolutely love it. There's an innocence and a clarity to her work that I absolutely adore. And she's not too much older than our 14-year-old protagonist. And I just think she has the exact right sensibility for what we're going to be doing. The ridiculous term I've come up for now, until I get a real jazzy one, to remind me of the fact that it's not just a comic book so much as it is a coloring book and that it goes with the actual novellas is the Comic Coloring Companion. Not to be confused with a comma chameleon, for those who remember that. So the Comic Coloring Companion will come out based on Kit's schedule. I told her that school and family, of course, and her life come first, and I'm not going to put horrible, scary deadlines on her to get this done because this is not about adding stress. This is about giving her an opportunity to express That said, I can't wait! I can't wait! I can't wait! I've been waiting so long! After this, I will continue my quest to find a budding composer. And when I say composer, I mean someone that does background soundtrack music. That is the next thing we want. There's someone I would have loved to have worked with, but they were already big, and now they've gotten much too big. And I don't think, at this point, this would be something they could do right now, especially with their workload. It's ridiculous how much they're doing. So Kid Brooks is our big news, and I could not be happier. The 10th novella in Peyton Drake's Omnitale just came out recently. Paperbacks are not yet available on Amazon, but will be by the end of the month. It is Archons Away, and it's what happens when Pete runs for office, the equivalent of class president. You can imagine how well that goes at the Interdimensional Academy of Omnisophical Arts and Sciences We're adding some stuff and bringing back some stuff that's needed to happen for a while. Finally, we are starting a book club. It will be held probably in a different place each time. We'll probably only meet every season. That's four times a year. Not only because we've got so many other events going on, but because some of us won't get around to reading stuff. And If it's every month, I would never, ever, ever get to read the material. And also, it just seemed the thing to do if we need to adjust or add more down the line. That's great. And it's called the Bibliothecaries Literary Guild. Bibliothepharies at the academy are the librarians in the Athenaeum or library. In the early etymology of the term, they were called Bibliothecaries. But it turns out there was such a high preponderance of fairies who had taken the jobs as librarians. No surprise, based on their interest in history and the length of their lives, which it can be thousands of years. The term just naturally morphed into bibliothe fairy. And yes, at the Academy, all of the chief librarians and the staff that's been there forever are fairies. Some are known to hang out in the card catalogs. I'll say no more. We have a few new Patreon perks. I don't know if I mentioned last week, I probably did, that I'd overhauled the Patreon tiers based on the habits and activities I've seen over the last 10 months since we really got this going. So we have a few new things that I have added just since we discussed this last week. Sorry about Molly panting. She's probably going to be panting a little bit more just because of what's going on with her. First off, we are bringing back the Tea Traveler's Passport. It was very popular. It sold out. I was asked to make more and I declined because they were so darn hard to do. I tried everything to get the ink on the covers to set, the gold ink stamp, and it wouldn't. I mean, I tried everything. If you have anything else you want to suggest, go ahead. Chances are I tried it, but I'm always open. So since I couldn't get the gold metallic ink to set, they would smudge. It was a pain in the neck. We're going to try it again. See if we can make something of it. That will be available at the fiddlehead level. You'll have eligibility to get a tea traveler's passport. There are a few tea rooms that have rubber stamps to stamp your passport. One of the tea rooms just closed. There are different pages, not only for your own tea outings. When you go on your own, it's got places to write the date, what the weather was like, who you went with, what you wore, what you ordered, who served you, any thoughts about the experience. Was it a special occasion? A place for the tea room to stamp it? Any notes from the owner if they want to wish you well? It had refillable pages and there were things like festivities, what special events did you go to, tea treks, and they all had a little bit in the way of variation between them. The next thing that I am super excited about that is a new perk is the co-hostess program. Depending on the level that you're a patron at on Patreon, you can become a co-hostess at our theme events. The co-hostess is named ahead of time and they have the option to just sit there and do absolutely nothing except get a hostess gift and then they can take off or they can get there a few minutes early and help me greet guests. They can stay afterwards and help me bid adieu to our guests. They can help pass out party favors. They can get up and say a few words. I already have the gifties purchased for the next few events, so I'm very excited about the people co-hosting those. Next up for me is working on symptomatic symptoms. I originally wrote this hands-on crime-solving experience uh, 20 years ago. Everything's 20 years ago. I haven't looked at it since and now need to adapt it for the way things are today. It's a long script. This is going to be interesting. It's based on a true story, and I kept thinking, cut stuff out, cut stuff out, but I'm like, oh, that's a clue, oh, that's a clue. They're all real clues, they're not fabricated, they're based on this actual story in England a hundred years ago, so I don't wanna mess with it too much because I would take away the guest's opportunity and ability to pick up on those clues and figure out what the deal is. I continue to work on the author's journey program. Last week saw the finishing of Act 1, which will take place at Paris in the Cup on Friday, May 21st, an all-day thing. They're letting us spend the entire day there. We get breakfast, lunch, and afternoon tea. How great is that? We're there from 9 to 4. And then Act 2 will go for 25 weeks online every week. And now I'm working on Act 3, which is getting those books finished, the Epilogue, which is an all-day workshop on the business of books, whether you're going traditional, indie, or self-published. The most exciting thing is that on March 13th of next year, 2022, the people who are coming to the workshop in May will have their books in their hands to purvey in person at Pamela's at a little book launch fair with all the authors each having their own table next March 13th. If they follow the program, they will actually have a published book in their hands. I can hardly stand it. I'm so excited. After I get those programs worked out and obviously symptomatic symptoms done, then it will finally be time to get our San Juan Capistrano trip planned, as well as some other things coming up for the summer. And then it will be time for me to work on my EPIC project. That is not so much used as an adjective as it is the term for it. That's in the name. I don't know if I've mentioned it already, but it is epic. It is huge. And I'm so looking forward to it, but I'm trying to be disciplined and make myself get this other stuff done first. And then I get to play on the big project. I'm waiting to hear back from a tea room I approached for the first book club meeting. There is a survey you can fill out letting us know when, where, all that stuff you'd like to meet. Thank you to the people that have filled it out. So far, I am seeing a pattern, so that's helpful. And I will plan our meetings according to what you guys vote. It's that simple. I don't go with what I like. I go with what the people say. If you are listening to this from another state, we can and probably will, if there's enough interest, to also have an online version of the book club that will meet once a season on Facebook in a Facebook room, which basically is like a Zoom call, but it's through Facebook. That is where the community is. And so they already have that technology and hopefully understand it. To a very special friend who has decided not to go quietly into that good night, but rage, rage against the dying of the light. That's been most on my mind lately. And I'm hoping that this journey, however it turns out, is one of peace and happiness and incredible understanding and gratitude and love. Well, with that, I will bid you chettiste song. have a beautiful week, friends. Love you all, tuta. Say goodbye.